Hi friends, welcome to Superstar PR. I'm Nikki, I own a PR company, and because of this, I meet some really interesting people. And you know what? If they wow me, I bring them to you, and that's how we got here. Don't forget to share this with your friends if you think it's going to change their life, and rate and subscribe. Happy listening! Welcome to Superstar PR, the podcast that might have the wrong name. You know, people tell me we talk about things that matter, not about PR. But anyways, um, I have a guest I'm so excited about. Her name is Joelle Tomlinson, and she's the main host of CTV Morning Live in Calgary. She covers local, national, and international news every day. Her passion lies in interviewing, capturing stories, and connecting with people around the world. And she's a really good MC, and she's a host And she's really passionate about the opioid crisis and empowering diverse and marginalized voices within the community. But she's also a long distance runner, goals. She teaches spin classes. Of course, I love it. She snowboards, she hikes, she reads, she writes, and she loves the magic of a local coffee shop. She was named the Western Association of Broadcasting's Leader of Tomorrow in 2017. Welcome, Joelle. Well, thank you so much for having me. What a mouthful. (laughs) It is, but it's all, it has to be said, man. It's you. Oh, I appreciate it. And thanks for inviting me on the podcast. Well, you know, I kind of like COVID, we, we kind of said momentarily before, you know, we started following people online and then it was like, shit, I feel like I know these people, but I haven't met any of them. And you were one of them because I loved your content. So maybe we'll start by, you can tell people what your Instagram handle is. So maybe they can look you up while they're listening. Okay, of course. Yeah, it's just Joelle underscore T. So J-O-E-L-L-E underscore T. I got Instagram, you know, back uh, when it first launched. So I think I was in like high school. So no, no fun, witty Instagram name. That's for sure. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, I feel old talking to you. Okay, well, let me ask you, Joelle, um, what's a day in your life? Like, what does it look like? And tell us about some of the funny things that you're still dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go with a work day because I think that's probably what's more interesting to uh, people listening. But uh, yeah, you mentioned I'm a morning show host. So what that actually means is my alarm clock goes off around 2.45, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I am a snoozer. I hit it a couple of times, not too many. So my husband doesn't get too upset. But uh, yeah, head on into work for, for a 3.30, 4 a.m. start. And I kind of hit the ground running. So I go on in and uh, I schlep in, like no makeup, no hair done, anything like that. Um, And then we start looking at scripts, uh, looking at content for the show that day, um, some technical stuff that I will not bore everyone with. And the big thing that I do is kind of set up my interviews for the day as well. So we have multiple interview spots uh, throughout the morning and it's kind of my bread and butter. I love chatting with the guests that come on the show. So I kind of perfected it in the morning. Then I run into the studio for a 5.30 a.m. start, uh, you know, quickly throw on acceptable makeup and hopefully an acceptable outfit by whoever's standards. And yeah, the show gets going at 5.30, ends at 9. And then I start prepping for the show the next day and I'm I'm home before 1 p.m. <laughs> and, you know, um, I this is something that would probably make people laugh is like you said kind of before we before the show started, like people are doing interviews from home. So what have you seen on screens? There's been some fun ones. We've definitely uh, had to teach people like where to hold the phone. So you're like trying to interview and you've got like a chin and a talking voice. And you're like, yeah, we actually, we need the the phone to be up top. I won't call anyone out, but some people have tried to do interviews while driving. Uh, I'm like, yeah, should probably pull over just for legality's sake. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll not call anyone out on that one just uh, so nobody gets any news tips for the future. Uh, I was just saying to you earlier that I just interviewed Jan Arden, who's, you know, a Christmas treasure, a Canadian treasure. And it was for her holiday show. And about halfway through the interview, her dog started kind of like piping in and adding, you know, his or her own take to the interview. So it got to the point where I just said, oh, hey, pup, like I hear you. And then we just continued on because I, I think that's just kind of what we have to do now with the, the pandemic and obviously a lot of virtual interviews you just kind of have to roll with it. Oh, Joelle, you know, I'll, I'll make you laugh now. I was on a call with a bunch of men so it felt like less like this should ever happen my son ran into the room and was like mommy I have to poo <laughs> oh no it is it's fine now we can't be cool like this is just life uh, so, you know what I feel that I've had a few where I'm on the other end of it um where I've been zooming with people uh doing conference stuff and uh, I had one where my my husband just like walked behind in his boxers and I just sat there and it was just like watching it in slow motion right behind me. I think he was holding on to some breakfast because he'd made brunch. And uh, yeah, I just I just sat there and smiled and hoped that nobody caught it. But I'm sure everyone was just like. <laughs> That's too funny. You just have to laugh. I mean, yeah. I, like, so let me talk to you about spinning because I kind of think my spin bike saved my sanity during the pandemic, but I always wanted to go into a studio. So you get to spin in studio. What's that like? Yeah. Oh, have you not spun in studio yet? Never. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have to get in a studio. I'll have to talk to my Toronto friends. But uh, yeah, you know, I've been teaching spin since I was about 22. So about 10 years ago um, is when I started. Uh, we did go offline, obviously, for the pandemic. And we taught via screen. We would do like live Twitch feeds and live rides. And that was kind of cool. And um, actually really played into my strengths as a news anchor. So it wasn't as hard a transition as I think it might've been for some other people because it's scary to go on camera. Um, but what's also scary is to go up on a podium and teach spin to, you know, a room of 36, 40 people, black lights, you know, some, some rave music sometimes and like the lights get going. So I would say between spinning at home, which I do as well, um, and spinning in a studio is you're getting that community atmosphere. You're hearing the whoops from the other riders who are just really feeling the music or feeling the instructor and their motivational cues. Um, you get that instructor right there in the room with you. So you kind of have that, uh, you know, person to mirror yourself off of, which I really, really like seeing uh, almost the reaction of my front row and my middle row and my back row. Um, so you definitely get more of that kind of hype feeling in studio and the fact that you say you haven't been to one yet I highly recommend just go check it out if you're feeling nervous you can hang on the back row but I actually encourage newcomers to my class to come hang out with me in the front because who cares what's going on behind you right like you're okay. just watching and having a good time okay like I'm a little <laughs> afraid of it but I mean I like spinning so much I might do it I just know that I admire the spin instructors because sometimes I'm like I can't do that <laughs> you can you can I'll fall off my bike like that's so hard but you yeah. know um you also run yes yes I do <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie Joelle those are goals running talk to me. like how did you start running you know I think I've always been a run I think anyone can run um obviously barring anything that's going to you know physically hold them back in the long term but um you know for for people who are able to uh I think running is a great 
pastime for some. I think for some, it's a stress reliever. For some, it's just like hearkening to the days of your sports. Um, for me, that's, that's what it is for me. I grew up um, as an athlete, both in soccer and hockey were my two main sports. And I think I took on running when I was no longer an athlete in that sense. So I, I went to university. I no longer was on these competitive teams and I needed somewhere to kind of funnel that energy. And it ended up being running because poor university student can't really afford a gym membership, but I could run the boardwalk in Toronto. So it started there. Uh, that kind of spiraled into half marathons, which then spiraled into fulls, which then spiraled into ultras. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're like, what? What's next? Um, you know, it may not look like that for another person, but for me, it just tapped into my competitive spirit. Um, and, and it just releases so much stress and anxiety that I do get from not only my job, but just the type of personality that I am. Um, so I'm out there well, five or six times a week, um, whether it be just a quick, I'm going for just a quick half an hour run after this, or, or if it be tomorrow, I'm heading out to the mountains with some girlfriends and we're going to do a long trail run. And that's got its own magic as well. You know, um, I have to say, like, I had a friend challenge me to try running and yeah. in the beginning I was like a kerfuffled old person. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then one day I caught myself running like two kilometers. Yes. This is like what they call the runner's high. <laughs> I got that at 2K. You you do marathons. Oh, and I, you know, it's funny. I talk to people who aren't running, say, incredibly long distances, and they always kind of downplay what they're running. And you know what? You get out there, you move your feet, you're a runner. I, I can't remember the exact saying. I think it's two feet in a heartbeat, and that's all it takes to run. Um, and, you know, I, I think if you go out there and you run 200 meters, like you just went out there and you're a runner. So I think people need to not so much focus on what other people are doing, um, and just go out and do it for yourself because it takes away that pressure and that comparative measure of it and, and lets you actually tune into what your body is feeling. Uh, just a big disclaimer, no runner will say that it feels great all the time, nor do we enjoy the start of runs, or at least for me, I'm always like, oh, until I hit. Uh, for me, it's about five or six K. Then I settle in. So it's not this magical unicorn that we just like hop on and, you know, gracefully gallivant through the, <laughs> through the, so no one's ever said that. Like, what a good point. Nobody likes the beginning. It's like the beginning of a workout. I'm always like, no, 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 no. And then I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like I hear saying they're like, oh, you know, I can't do this. I say that probably like once a week to myself. I'm like, oh man, it's cold out. Like this is brutal. And then I, I settle in, I throw a good podcast in my ears, I, or, you know, some great tunes, or I'm with friends, which is huge for me, you know, running's a really big social thing for me as well. Um, and it helps, and I've never regretted a run. Running with friends? Kate, I hope my friends are listening. If I call you and say, <laughs> let's go for a run, please, please try with me. <laughs> Fine. Okay, let me ask you, because I do think, you know, staying healthy is something I'm really trying to communicate on my podcast. People who are healthy, doctors, journalists, anyone who has a health tip, I'm sharing this with people because I feel like we're all under a lot of stress hearing about a million viruses. <laughs> Do you have any wellness advice, like daily wellness habits that you want to share with listeners? And it's just what you do for you, but maybe they'll adopt something for them. Ooh, that's a great question because I'm, I am really big on like individualistic health and how you feel, um, you know, trusting your gut and trusting your body. Uh, the one thing I will say that made me an overall 
healthier person was actually, uh, and this is not a nutrition tip. It's not, you know, a go out and workout tip. It's actually um, back to what I kind of touched on is comparison. So I was the person who was following a ton of uh, fitness accounts, a ton of nutrition accounts, uh, this and that, basically telling me to work on X, Y, Z, um, and this will make you this person. And then you're looking at an image of someone and you're like, I, I just don't think that's possible for me. Look how perfect they are. Um, the thing that made me feel better holistically and in the end, a more healthy person was to stop comparing myself to all of those people because you only know how you feel and something that works for someone else might not work for you, right? And when it comes down to it, it's not about you know, taking 19 supplements and making sure you get, well, obviously, obviously you want to make sure you get your certain amount of sleep, but there's no magic formula to it. So it's down to the basics. So it does come down to how much you sleep. It does come down to putting some nutrients in your body, but I'm not talking about restrictive eating. It's just putting those nutrients in your body, maybe along with the other food that you're hoping to have, uh, you know, little basics like hydration. So I drink two liters of water a day just makes me feel you know, that thing that I started with in a healthy habits challenge. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to start with drinking more water, not piling it all on. So those are kind of the big things. And movement, of course, I encourage, you know, 20, 30 minutes of movement a day just to start. Keep it, keep it conservative. And that way you enjoy the process because it's not really a goals focused thing. It's like a lifelong thing. So if you're only you know, going intensely towards one goal. Well, what happens when you achieve it or when you don't achieve it? Um, and then you end up going and swinging to the other side of the pendulum, right? So I think I'm just, as I've gotten older, I've really realized it's all about lifestyle and not um, about becoming a fitness model or, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but for myself personally, um, was what made me happy and not anyone else. I love it. Such good <laughs> advice. And Joelle, like I've interviewed some really cool doctors lately and everyone says sleep, just sleep. Yeah. I think sleep's a huge one. And it, as a morning show host, I'm really, I was really, really terrible at it. And I've noticed it and it, I've noticed it show up in a run. I've noticed it show up in a spin class. I've noticed it show up where I cannot form a sentence as a news anchor. So yeah, I think sleep is a huge one. I have started to go to bed around 7.30 p.m. Uh, not saying I recommend that for everyone, but keep in mind, I get up at 2.30 to 3. So, <laughs> so you know, I'm happy if I see over seven hours. That's kind of my my goal that I set for myself. I think that's amazing. Um, and it's funny, I used to be a night owl. And since I had kids, I crash at 8. I wake up at Good. 5. And it's all I can do. I'm not cool anymore. You know, I've got no excuse. I just fall asleep when my kids fall asleep. You have a better reason. I think you're cool. I think that Thank time's you. great. Thank <laughs> you. So, I mean, I want to ask you, I guess my last question is, what advice would you give your younger self? I think the advice I would give my younger self would, would be to just take a second and look around and appreciate what you have. Because I was always a very go, go, go person. What's next? What's better? Don't take a break. Don't stop. Um, and you can see that in my career where I usually flipped from like one job on a Friday to a new job on the Monday. I've ne I never gave myself time to just figure out who I was. Um, and that all caught up to me in my life. Um, you know, I've been through 
um, some some tough things with my family. I've been through some pretty intense loss. And I think that forced me to stop. But if I could tell my younger self that, hey, maybe it's okay to take a year to figure out what you want to do, or it's okay if you're not number one in this moment because you're, you're, you're treating yourself with some grace. So maybe just treating myself with more kindness and grace and just, just breathing a little. I love that. My mother always says, have mercy on yourself. Yes. That's right. I used to wear perfectionism as this badge of honor. And now I'm coming around to realize that it's, it's not something I should value. It's okay to have those standards and aspire for certain standards, but you can't hold yourself to that level because you'll just end up disappointing yourself. So that's not a good place to live. You know, it's interesting about perfectionism. Brene Brown, I think the other day posted, seeking perfection is chasing away shame. Something about perfectionism and shame. And I was like, whoa, that really landed with me. Yes, yes because you're inviting shame into your life if that's if that's all you're going for. And uh, yeah, I feel like I, I, I learned that throughout my late 20s. You know, I really thought I could be the best at everything and be perfect at everything. And then life throws you a curveball and you're like, all right. Like you said, like your, your mother-in-law says, have mercy on yourself. Have mercy on yourself. Yes. yes. I love that. I'm going to keep, I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> Good one. I, I just got chills. Every time I see it, I get chills. Right. Like, yeah. and you know, Joel, like I thank you for this moment you shared with us on superstar PR, um, really doing what I can to, to share with people the nuggets that have helped me. Sorry to call yeah. you a nugget, but you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I love it. Little nuggets of wisdom, right? Pearls of wisdom. Yeah. And it's, it's nice when you have those moments and you can learn from other people and kind of have those aha. I get the aha moments all the time on the show. Someone says something and I'm like, oh, remember that, remember that for later. <laughs> so cool. Okay. Well, I want to know, uh, and the only other thing is if you could have anything happen in your career, Joelle, what would it be? Because interesting people listen to my podcast and so we should put it out there. Oh, oh, that's a big one. Um, something to happen in my career. I want to, I want to like open for a Oprah Winfrey, uh, you know, show or a talk. And you know what? At the same level, if I can't open for Oprah Winfrey, I would also love to open for Michelle Obama. Like, I want to introduce these like amazing black women in power who have influenced me and my career. And I want, I want to just introduce them and be on the same stage. That's it. Just a small request, Nikki. <laughs> Joelle, you know, I have this like, um, like Oprah's my idol and I, I, I second those. Those are really good dreams and let's put them out there. I want that to happen for you, you know, because both women inspire the shit out of me too. And if you ever get to be on the same stage as them, I hope I'm like a fly in the room to see this happen. <laughs> If, if it happens, believe me, you'll know. I'll be calling, being like, Nikki, oh my gosh, we manifested it. <laughs> well, man, it's happened. People have said things on this podcast. And then a month later, they've called me and they've been, they've asked, did you make a call? Did something happen? And I'm like, I don't know. I just believe in the power of speaking what you want yeah. to an yeah. audience that believes with you, you know, that anything's possible. Totally. So, well, thank you for joining me on Superstar PR, the podcast that might get a new name soon. I love that. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Superstar PR. Please remember, if you like what you heard, share it with your friends. Don't forget to rate and review the show. This is a labor of love. We'll see you next week for our newest episode.